Hello and welcome to yours sincerely, life. Nandita, have you ever been to a race? Yeah, I did participate in a 1,800 meter race once when mm-hmm. I was in seventh standard or something. I clearly remember passing out at the end. I didn't <laughs> okay, <finish> but <laughs> unlike you, we're going to talk to an actual runner, like the professional okay, one. Unlike me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Arjun is a runner. Uh, and at the same time, uh, he's a scientist as well. So he's both into science and sports. A rare combination. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll jump into the conversation. Hi, Arjun. Hi, Nandita. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> We're great. We're great. How was your day? Yeah, day was good. Uh, I'm off work, so uh, I just just been uh, chilling around. Okay, so what are you working like? Uh, what is your job? Uh, so I currently work for uh, Pfizer. Uh, so I work in a uh, in a department called uh, Medical Affairs. Uh, so it's a function of uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, which is like a bridge between the uh, research and development and the commercial side. Okay, so wow. you are the one who is making the COVID vaccine. No, I'm not. The one. <laughs> that that would be the R and D guys. I I am the one translating the message that they give as to what uh, what can be done and what needs to be done and how it can be used and how effective it is. So okay. I am translating, helping translate their message uh, to the public and to the doctors. Uh, okay, so it will be effective, right? <laughs> <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, I think we have a person who has like proper knowledge about what is happening. So we know someone who knows how to make vaccine and all. Yeah, and I'll be like, you know what, mom? I have this person who works for this organization and all. And no, I'll no, I don't know how to make a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> well, in theory, I do, but uh, it's it's a long process. So yeah. I am not an R and D. As I said, I'm not the person making it. I am just the person delivering the message or transmitting. Okay, okay, but I, I'll send you my address and details and all. Please deliver it to my home. ஒன்னுங்கை My, my freezer only has food, no vaccines. <laughs> so how did you like start running? How, okay, so... <laughs> uh, From that, this to running, that's like very different. Actually, it's not that different. So I'll tell you the story, right? So uh, mm-hmm. growing up, uh, I was... Uh, I always like, you know, used to uh, look at Olympics and all of... Look at these marathoners and always used to feel that, you know... someday it would be fun like it would like it would not be, I, i mean it would be nice to be able to run a 42 kilometer marathon but okay. uh, obviously it feel uh, felt too far fetched i like you know if i tell you oh you should need to run a marathon i mean uh, no offense but you would feel oh that's that's too much i can't do it i was obviously similar i never thought it dreamt even that i can run a marathon or i would be able to do it 
then uh, in the first year of my PhD, so this was in 2008, uh, I had gone to do like a uh, a little uh, a workshop uh, and where I met a guy who uh, who had, so this was in Dublin, uh, who had just done the Dublin Marathon a day before. Okay. And uh, he was the first person like in person, I, somebody who I had met who had run a marathon. And uh, talking to him, uh, it inspired me a lot. So I said, if he can do it, I mean, that's the first no- normal person, uh, like a person like me who has done it. I think I can do it as well. So mm-hmm. from there, I decided that, okay, I, I can do this. So I started. So uh, at, at that point of time, uh, I, I used to be pretty. So I used to weigh about 90 kilos. So I knew the first thing I need to do before I started running was reduce my weight. So I gave myself, so this was in uh, September uh, 2008. So I gave myself about three or four months. I lost a bit of weight and then I started running in 2009 uh, and did my first uh, marathon uh, in 2010, in Jan 2010. So I gave myself a whole year. uh, and uh, yourself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. at that point, so initially it was, I, I, you know, I enjoyed it. It was, it was good fun. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like you're spending time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, uh, so initially the first few years, I, it was just about like, you know, very, very casual. I used to do one marathon a year and that used to be my goal. That's it. Okay. Do one marathon a year and okay. you're happy, which, you know, just, uh, maybe start training about, uh, four months before the marathon. And then, uh, you know, just maybe do a few runs here and there. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, you know, there, I, I was one of my friends told me about this race. Uh, it was called the it's called the Marathon de Sable. Uh, okay. it, it is so it basically it is a 250 kilometer race across the Sahara Desert, and it happens over six days. And it's a survival race. So basically, you have to carry your own food and bedding uh, for the six days and run. Uh, so you have to carry everything that you need. They'll give you water, but it's rationed out. Again, you have to carry your water as well. Okay. Oh so, my God. yeah, I was, uh, you know, I so wanted to do it. It was on my bucket list. Uh, but obviously, again, it was uh, a lot of things happened uh, until then. Like I, I was uh, working in the UK at that point. Uh, and then my father got ill. So I had to come back to India. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I came back, uh, that's when, like you know, I had like you know a lot more problems. I started running more, uh, and I came back because my father had a company. He uh, he he used to manufacture and market herbal cosmetics. Okay. So I came back to man manage that because he was uh, diagnosed with uh, uh, progressive lateral sclerosis, uh, mm-hmm. and it came to a point where he was really bad and. Uh, uh, we uh, at that point I had an opportunity, so I sold the uh, so like you know we sort of sold the entire company to another uh, another uh, organization. Oh. So when we sold the company, I said my mom said, okay, you know what, uh, this this would be our gift from you. You can uh, we would like you to register for the the marathon disability, which is the two fifty kilometer. Oh, so, <laughs> so yeah, sweet. Race happens in April. So 2018, mm-hmm. I did the race. I registered for it in 2000, December 2016. So that gave me a year uh, to sort of uh, year and a half to sort of train. So that's when I started uh, uh, training, going into sort of ultra marathon. So mm-hmm. until now, I was doing only marathon. So because for this, I had to train to do ultra marathon. Okay. And when uh, you know it, uh, it became more of a passion each day. Uh, and then, as I said, my dad's health became even worse. So I had to like, you know, sort of, 
manage a lot lot of things and running was sort of like an escape from from it and like you know help me to gather my thoughts help me to my frustrations take it out think my you know think uh and because it was like i used to spend maybe and it was the start of the day right so uh, every yeah. morning i used to wake up go for my run maybe an hour hour and a half and it was it was a time when you know i used to spend with myself clear my head and then start my day so yeah that's how my sort of journey started and in and now here i am uh, so it's been like 12 years since i've been running and it's gone from being like a little interest to beyond passion so now it's like a part of my life i think wow well wow, such a nice story so apart from running what, uh, what all sports do you do so uh, at the moment uh, i am so growing up i used to uh, i actually used to do uh, karate i even Ooh. competed at the state level and uh, even for my university in the uk i i have uh, competed in a couple of tournaments okay so that 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 used to be my main main sort of sport and art Uh, and then once once the phd got a bit too uh, too intense i was unable to continue it uh, mm-hmm. so apart from that i currently actually i'm i'm training for an ironman uh, next year uh, ironman yes. yeah that's why you're doing cycling right now yes cycling and swimming as well okay and wow. do you do a diet or anything uh so diet not like uh, so i am actually i'm a vegan so uh, apart from that it's i just eat normal food i just make sure that i uh, uh i don't eat much uh, junk mm-hmm. food <laughs> uh so yeah and uh, it's just that i uh, you know consume a bit more uh, protein as as per requirements on of my running but uh, no spe- special diet as such it's just whatever is cooked at home uh, okay. i yeah i make sure that i keep it clean and mm-hmm. uh, not eat uh, any uh, sort of you know uh much like i do eat obviously i am human and i'm not a professional athlete so i i get to eat junk food but not as much uh mm-hmm. i make sure that i i keep it to maybe once once in two weeks or once in a week when you start running like you will have a target right like first week i'll do this many kilo what miles yeah kilo yeah yeah and like what was your first target so Do you remember Uh, yeah first target so the first ever run i did so as i said first i i, I didn't just start running i mixed mitch i like sort of uh, uh, lost a bit of weight went to the gym and made sure i'm a bit uh, uh, sort of fit so my first target my i my first run was 8 kilometers and mm, yeah yeah i mean so i made sure that i was able to obviously i didn't run the whole thing uh all together i took a walk break uh, i wasn't able to i remember i still remember it took me about 55 or 56 minutes to do the 8 kilometers uh oh and so yeah so my first ever run was 8 kilometers yes the only time i run is when i'm late you know when i need to catch a bus to catch the bus <laughs> or when a, day, a dog is chasing me other than that no <laughs> like uh, it's very rare to meet a person who is into sports and into science you know really okay yeah <laughs> and you're managing both very well that's great yeah i mean everybody needs to have a passion right so this is yeah. yes, something very, you do you, you sort of get out uh, and do something other than what your a uh, main job is or what your main qualification is so yeah. it you know it really helps 
sort of you know break the pattern and clear your head and you told us about that sahara marathon right how was that yeah. experience oh so that was i think that was one of the best experiences of my life and not only also, running you have to run in a desert right so oh my god yeah yeah so a lot of preparations so the uh, okay so the strange thing about that was so uh, there was obviously a lot of preparations and uh, in terms of food as well uh, because you have to carry uh, dehydrated food you couldn't carry solid food okay. uh, uh, dehydrated food and you had to plan every meal sort of what you're going to have in the morning what you're going to have during the run and so mm-hmm. everything has was planned day wise uh, and this happens in morocco so i got there and I had my friend who had already run it. He was in the UK, so he sort of helped me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got there. I landed in Morocco, to the place where I, where the race was supposed to start, or I was supposed to meet the race organizers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it so happened that the uh, the airline sort of misplaced my bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything, mm-hmm. all my food, all my gear, everything was uh, was lost. Oh no! Uh, I mean misplaced. So I got there and. Uh, so the way it works is they get you to the desert uh 2 days before the race so that you get acclimatized uh okay. and uh, so you are in the desert total for 9 days so i on on the day in the morning i went to the race organizer i said i don't have my airline has lost my bag now mm-hmm. they have a certain sort of mandatory kit requirements so okay. one of the things is is a backpack and mm-hmm. uh, a, a sleeping bag so they mm-hmm. asked me do i have a backpack and okay. those are the two things i had i had my shoe and my friend had told me no matter what happens uh he said there is always one person uh in the whole race that ends up without his bag so and i remember <laughs> laughing and okay and happened, you were that guy <laughs> uh, and so yes so uh he said uh no matter what happens if you lose your bag you'll be able to get food you'll be able to get gear one thing you won't be able to get is your shoes because nobody carries extra pairs of shoes and your mm-hmm. size yeah so yeah. i actually uh, traveled wearing my running shoes and i had my backpack and mm. my sleeping bag so okay. these are the three things i had with me uh, and the organizers were like yeah we know the airline and we're going to coordinate and you know we'll get the bag for you we've got two days left so okay. we oh, headed wow. to the middle of the desert and i was the only person in in, in a jeans and a t-shirt uh, <laughs> at 45 degrees <laughs> in the middle of a desert Wow, But, uh, <laughs> standing there clueless. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, but so the way it is is you're put up in tents, and these are not like your glorified nice tents. These are just tents. Means these are just like a, a imagine like a rug over your head, which is supported by bamboo. It's open on both sides. Okay. And each tent has eight people, and hmm. the tents are divided on the basis of nationality. and okay. obviously uh, we were only two of us from india that that year and like not many people have done it so i was technically i'm the fifth person from india to do the race uh, to finish wow. the race mm-hmm. so yes so i remember uh, on on the way to the desert on the bus i sat next to a guy from new zealand and i was telling him about you know oh you know i've lost my bag and the <laughs> organizers have uh, you know told me that they're going to get it so he was like okay in any case if you don't get your bag i've got an extra hat you can come and get it from me okay so people were very helpful very sweet <laughs> so yeah so the first day you just go they feed you and everything the second day something called as a gear check so basically you check in you give away all your uh, other luggage and you only have your race bag and mm-hmm. the race bag is sort of weighed as well because there is a stipulation that your bag has to be minimum of 6.5 kg 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that that and they have a certain so and then you have to carry food, which is so you're there for seven days. Uh, you have to running for seven days, so minimum of two thousand calories per day. So you have to have a total of fourteen thousand calories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, those sort of things, they had some minimum uh, gear requirements. So they do a gear check. They weigh your bags. They look at all these things. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was sitting there hoping that my luggage will come. Uh, mm-hmm. And then halfway through the day, I realized that if I wait till the end of the day and my luggage doesn't come and everybody checks in their bags, I won't be able to borrow anything from them. Okay. So I went, so I said, I decided to go to the first guy who at least offered me something. So I went to the, the New Zealand tent. I told him, hey, I can I have your cap? Mm-hmm. And so he just announced in, the, in his tent, hey, he has lost his bag. And uh, so they were so helpful. So another of the girls, they they uh, they took out like a sheet which had all the mandatory gear. She said, mm-hmm. "Hold this." She went out within twenty minutes. I I got everything that I needed. Oh my god! <laughs> including food, which was vegetarian, because I was I'm a veg I was a vegetarian then, okay. and including food, which was vegetarian, and I got everything. So oh, yeah. So sweet. And I I got like I didn't even have like running shorts. I got running shorts, and then I got a running T-shirt from uh, from the organizers. So everything was literally everything was borrowed. <laughs> so, and you didn't get the bag. So it you are back. No, it it did come on the third day, uh, okay. which fortunately it did come on the third day, and it came on a camel because it was literally the middle of the desert. It was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are running out in India. Camel is coming your way. And. Uh, and i was so glad that it came because so the way the race is that at the first three days the fourth day is supposed to be a long stage so the first the first three days the first day was 33 kilometers the second day was about 40 40 kilometers the third day again was about 33 34 the fourth day you have to run 86 kilometer kilometers oh my god yeah okay. so you have the fourth and the fifth days to run it so you can do it in all in one go or you can do in like you know you have a stipulated time so mm-hmm. i uh, although i got the food which was a bear, which was 2014000 calories but obviously that is very very minimum like you know that's uh, it's not enough for you to sustain you know, mm-hmm. normally you need about at least 3 and a half thousand calories in the day to because you're running in the middle of the desert carrying mm-hmm. about 8 uh, or 9 kilograms uh, so you need that much food mm-hmm. uh, but i had only you know very minimal food and uh, uh, the bare minimum so i was yeah. trying to save it for the long day because i knew i i needed it and uh, i remember on the third day when i was running so the i forgot this so the the way it works is the shorter the distance the harder it is so on the third day was the shortest day it was about 32 but uh, we were we had to climb like four or four mountains and mind you these are all uh, sort of sand mountains so basically yeah, yeah so I sort of ran that almost empty stomach uh, because I had to sort of save food for the next day, and uh, you know I finally got there somehow. I finished it, and I remember because every day I used to go to the volunteers and I used to ask them, "Has is my bag here? Is my bag here?" So almost all the volunteers sort of knew me. And uh, mm-hmm. when I finished that stage, and everybody started clapping, and they said, "Oh, you know, there's good news. Your bag is here." Uh, so, <laughs> so I got to get more food for my for my long stage, but yeah, okay. uh, so I, I was glad that I got uh, I got uh, got my bag on when I got it, okay. and I was able to sort of uh, you know complete it. But it was good oh, fun wow. because uh, you're completely disconnected from the world. Uh, there is no mobiles, there is no there's no network, 
uh, and mm-hmm. there is no charging points you can't charge your phones you can't charge anything okay. uh, so you just basically run and mm-hmm. when you finish running you have the rest of the day you just sort of lie down there uh, you talk to other people uh, mm-hmm. and you know it's so it was so interesting to talk to people from uh, you know different countries different different countries people. yes yeah mm-hmm. and you know hear their stories and how they got there and what they are so it was it was really good fun like i mean it was uh, it was amazing to you know listen to because you think oh you are a big runner here and then everybody has their own unique story you go there and uh, you know obviously uh, you even get to meet the professionals so and normally uh, in, in the other stages the professionals would sort of you know go ahead but on the long stage uh, this is the fun part the professionals would start about 2 hours after you know the other people would start so okay while, while you are running uh, the professionals would sort of you know obviously they are overtake you and it was amazing like you know i remember when the first 5 7 guys uh, overtook me uh, i was uh, on like halfway through a hill and we all of us were struggling and we were like you know legs were heavy because you're going through sand and these guys came and they were running as if they were floating <laughs> on the on the sand they just went and, you know honestly it was like you're walking and somebody drives by it was literally like that and uh, yeah it was it was it was amazing it was okay. best did you ever feel like giving up like ha huh? <laughs> did i no actually i never felt like giving up i had a few moments where it was it was hard especially uh i remember on the long stage uh so because obviously you i ran through the night it took me about 17 i so when i was running uh, i finished about 50 kilometers and it was starting to get dark i remember uh feeling my toe little toe and i thought i had broken it because it was complete it was it was very sore and it was completely numb uh and oh. uh, i remember i i decided that if i stop and go to the medic sort of you know they have medics uh, on standby and there's a camp there if i go there and they tape me up and they you know uh, they say they take rest and uh, it would be even more painful so i just decided not even look at my so i just decided to just just keep going and finish it and then let's uh, see what happens the next stage so okay. i remember uh, i was running through the night so this is literally there's no no light there at all and uh, even so there are no mar- there are very few markers as well so the way you follow here is they give you like a book which has the directions you have a compass and the book sort of uh, from like at a, after every checkpoint it sort of describes okay you you have to go this much and then you have to there will be this and then you turn east or you turn southeast that way so okay. i remember uh, from the way uh, second last checkpoint to the finish it was very simple you just go straight you will see a mount you can climb the mount you come down and that will be the finish right okay. so i ran i went at the top of the mount i could see the the finish i was like okay this is a kilometer maybe a kilometer and a half away mm-hmm. uh, and maybe 15 minutes more and i'll be home and i was so happy and <laughs> 45 minutes later it still seemed like it was it was 15 minutes away because because there was no other source of natural light uh, okay. and the mount was 6 kilometers away so basically i could see the uh, the finish line from 6 kilometers and <laughs> so bad <laughs> that was quite frustrating especially like you know i sometimes i used to feel because in the evening it used to get cool i i i felt that i could just uh, you know lie down in the slash sand and then just go to sleep <laughs> yeah very comfortable yeah. <laughs> so like you have to face extreme climates right at yeah. night it will be very cold in the morning it yeah. will be very hot yeah. and traveling to another country to run a marathon oh my god that 
that takes so much effort <laughs> we travel to like you know eat and you know sightsee you you travel to run yeah i travel to run that's my thing <laughs> yeah it is i mean like so good and like when you're running when you feel like you want to stop what keeps you running like what is your motivation Do you like think about some sir that hit you in twelfth grade, and then like you know what? I don't like this sir. I'll I'll finish his anger running. Uh, uh, no, but uh, <laughs> no, I actually think about the goal. Uh, you know what? What I am you know running for, what I am uh, working for. Uh, sort of you know, I think about that, and how I think about how I feel after I finish. So sometimes that gets me going. You know, I'm halfway through, and then or sometimes even if I am. you know uh, a lot of times i wake up and especially on a sunday i'm doing a long run because my long runs are like you know anything between like 22 to uh, 30 35 kilometers and uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what uh, are you <laughs> so sometimes i wake up and i go hi hey, you know what i can't do this i don't i don't feel like but then mm-hmm. i just push myself out i said you know just start running and then uh, you know just think about how good you will feel after or i maybe think i sometimes even think of food after so the food i i get to eat guilt free after i'm done <laughs> <Yay>. okay <laughs> that's so, a great motivation <laughs> yeah so yeah that's that keeps me going i mean yeah, uh, yeah. that's uh, it and you are the ambassador of univet sports right yeah um, i'm yeah. one of the ambassadors for univet uh, it's a it's a a vegan uh, nutrition indian company and they're doing some really really good work okay. uh, uh, because they so their products are fantastic and I'm like you know i know i know both the uh, uh, founders and the owners and i know a lot of work they do a lot of work that goes in uh, in developing each product and uh, it's you know a lot of research it's completely sort of you know backed by science and uh, tested and you know it it does give results so Uh, i was fortunate enough they have some really awesome athletes on their uh, sort of that that represent them and i was fortunate enough to be uh, you know to be representing them yeah so do you want to like say about your instagram page where people can find you oh yeah <laughs> so uh, my instagram page is it's raging runner uh, that's where and it's all filled with running posts and uh, if anybody has any questions about uh, about running uh, i am also a running coach i also coach as well for running for marathons yeah. so mm-hmm. if you have any questions if you want to get started uh, please uh, don't hesitate to send me a message i hit me up and uh, i am i can do the be- i'll do the best i, I can to guide you and uh, but you have to do the running for yourself i can't do it for you <laughs> i can just i can just guide you, can just you. Coach you yes i will be able to guide you yeah but uh, any questions you have about even going vegan or nutrition food Uh, training uh, i'd be happy to help you that's great okay so i guess that's it thank you so much thank it you was great much. talking to you yeah it was great thanks for having me here uh, it was it was really nice uh, talking to you boy yes thank you so much thank you so much have a and great we day we had like a lot of yeah. new information. information yeah we did not know much about running <laughs> thank you you know we know a little now a little <laughs> very little <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> advise you to run Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the purpose is to you know get be motivated. Yeah. All the best to both both of you. Uh, Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. So if you want to have a conversation with us, you know, just call us. We'll chill. We have Instagram page.
of the same name you are sincerely right dm us or email us so hoping to talk to you all soon bye 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 <laughs>